What's up, guys? And welcome back to Drippy with Jesus. My name is Leela Hassel Duncan. My name is Annabella Montini. And we are here to help lead teens closer, cl- uh, closer to Christ. I don't know if you noticed, but we have a few extra people in this in this room today. There's a lot of people. Did you in see here. this? <laughs> That's crazy. Right. But yeah, you want to introduce the topic for the day? I do. So today with our special guest, we're going to be talking about service as Catholics. And our guest today, I think they should introduce themselves. So we have... Um, my name is JJ Kim. I go to Father Ryan. I'm a senior. I just recently got my Eagle Scout. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm very involved in campus ministry too. And you're the very first boy to ever be on Drippy with Jesus. Oh wow. my goodness, that's such an what honor. An thank, thank you for inviting me onto the show. <laughs> of course. And what about you, ma'am? <laughs> Just my name is Katie Swinnerton. To these lovely folks, Miss Swin, I work in Father Ryan Campus Ministry Office, so I see three of them often. But I'm glad to have you here as well. Nice to meet you. Yes. Um, just excited to be here with you guys. My name is Mallory Garland, and I also go to Father Ryan. I'm a senior. Aren't um, you a cheerleader? I do basketball cheerleading. Actually, yeah. Um, I like to bake and babysit, take care of kids. Alrighty. So the topic of the day today is going to be service and how service connects to our faith. Just throughout your lifetime, just give like a brief. Like a brief little description on how service has like impacted you as like person, or how service connects to your faith, one or the other. If that, I guess I'll start. Ever since I was younger, I always loved service and the idea of it. Um, now, yes, my school, my middle school, they required service hours, <laughs> but you know, I actually really enjoyed them. I I remember one of my first service opportunities was room in the inn and i that has always been on my bucket list just to sit down and eat lunch with someone that's homeless and kind of like learn about their life story um i always thought that would be really really cool and so i finally got the opportunity to do that and i really enjoyed it being able to help others also you know learn more and it not being such of a task or a job rather than it is just an interaction so that was my first service opportunity though hey i agree awesome. i'm excited i'm going to room in the end tomorrow for my <laughs> service retreat at pope and oh, i did it last year and it was one of my favorite things i've done and tuesday night i went to go help set up beds for room in the end too so that was a lot of fun miss winterton i think service is an incredibly important part of our faith um actually our gospel reading was it last sunday the sunday before was Jesus explaining what we now call the corporal works of mercy, feed the hungry, Jesus being God, being the ultimate example, you know, to, to take his lead, um, or sorry, to follow his lead. They go hand in hand, like our faith with service. And I think seeing Jesus in the people around us, you know, part of our faith is believing that we are created in the image and likeness of God, no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter what your circumstances are, none of that matters we are all equally worthy under the eyes of God. And so to see that in other people, um, no matter how they might seem different from us, and to be able to to serve them, it's incredibly worthwhile. Uh, I've just, in, in my role with Father Ryan with you guys, I mean, I love seeing what you guys do, honestly. Like, some of my favorite things are, like, going to I'm, you know, going to Loaves and Fishes with you guys. I'm sure we're going to bring up ASB, and we'll explain that. <laughs> but, uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. But... Yeah, you know, and like when I was in high school, I was involved with Habitat for Humanity. I really loved that. Um, I love working with my hands, and I really like that with Habitat for Humanity. The, the the people who are going to be getting the house are also involved, Like, so I loved that connection too. So it's great. 
I agree. Uh, in this past, this last past Sunday, I'm just going to add on because I thought you tied it all nicely together. But, like, me and Mallory were talking about how, like, it's kind of a hard gospel that, like, or parable, I guess, that Jesus gives us mm-hmm. because I feel like as a Catholic, I feel guilty when I'm driving and I see a homeless person on the side of the road. And I, I like, look for something in my car and I'm like, I don't have anything to give this person. But then I feel guilty because, like, I have a car and then I'm going home to, like, a roof over my head. But then, like, I think about it and I'm like, even, like, just a prayer for that person mm-hmm. is is giving them a gift even if I don't realize it. That made me think of one time, you know, like, well, not one time, but most people, they don't really, I guess, like to give to the homeless people on the street because they're worried about them maybe being scammers or, you know, just taking your money and not buying needs with them. Um, And one thing that really helped me is something that my grandfather's friend once said. He said, if they can live with it, then you can live without it. And I think that statement, that's a very profound statement. So, Do you want to explain a little bit what that means? Yeah, so if they can live with what they're doing and, like, scamming people, if if they are scamming people, um, then you can live without the money that you are giving to them. So, yeah. How does, how does that make you, like... How does that make you feel, or how has that saying helped helped you in a sense? It's kind of helped me get over worrying about whether uh, or not the person I see on the street is a scammer or actually homeless. I ra- rather than you know worrying about that, I would just give them money anyways, because in my opinion, it's better to err on the side of caution. Because what if you drive by and it turns out that they were actually homeless um, and then you find out later? Like, how would that how would you feel then? Yeah, I agree. I feel like a lot of times we take for granted that we go home, we have a roof over our head, we have meals to eat, we have clothes to wear. And that's something like just to think about, like in terms of services, like how we're serving them, because we don't often like we don't. I don't, I mean, maybe this is just me, but, like, showing gratitude for just the simple needs that we already have. And so, like, that type of thing. Yeah, that's definitely, so I'm doing my Girl Scout Gold Reward project on making hygiene and laundry kits for low-income homeless families through a nonprofit organization. It's really made me think about how simple things like laundry detergent that I don't even think about not needing, how much it's needed for someone else who is has less than me or who can't quite afford just like one box of anything so I that's put a new light on like a new light on the situation that's at hand and I think supporting that and helping people out in that way has really impacted me in realizing that I'm thankful and grateful for what I do have yeah I uh this year started doing UBFM I did it over the summer with my friend Evan um and it's a uh, the urban bicycle food ministry downtown and it's been it made a huge impact in like the same way of like being more grateful for the little things because, I mean, we, we get on our bikes in whatever the weather is. And at first I was like, wow, it's really hot outside. And like, I don't want to do this because it's hot. But then it's like that little sacrifice is like getting these people a meal. Some of them don't eat until like 
we come back like that next Thursday and we go Monday and Thursdays. So like they don't go like. I can complain about a meal that I'm eating for dinner. Like that, my mom brings the crock pot out, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> and then I go to service, and I'm like, "This person thanks thanks me like over and over and over again. Like, like you don't understand like what kind of blessing like I like I haven't eaten and this stuff. And I think it's helped me to look past like their situation because they're human, and I can't see them as anything less than that. Because I was like, if this was me, like if this was God, I would give up." the clothes on my body right there and then like anything for like him and that's how like I connected with this last like Sunday's gospel but I just like doing this ministry has just helped me to be like I was saying like be grateful for like the littler things in our lives because we don't really we don't really recognize them when like we should if we don't ever kind of recognize that little things in our lives are blessings and they are not always big grand things we got something yeah i was gonna say so jj kind of already mentioned that he does or one of his favorite things to do to help serve people's room in the end is there any like service thing that you have done or uh people that you've met doing service that have really impacted you as a person or have made you change your thoughts on how we view things and that and that can be like how we view things like through your catholic faith or just like in general like seeing things through yourself um Okay, so going back to ASB, I know we said we'd talk about it. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. We're back. Yeah. ASB always comes back. doesn't matter the conversation. Uh, <laughs> Do you want but, to explain what, yeah. what that is? Okay, yeah, yes, I'll explain. I don't even know what it is. Yeah. So for your, those of you that don't know, ASB is a service trip that Father Ryan goes on to Charleston, South Carolina. ASB stands for Alternative Spring Break, um, which... If you didn't catch on, the trip happens over spring break. Yes, um, really noted. And, <laughs> and so um, we go down to Charleston, South Carolina, and down there there's this abbey called Mepkin Abbey, and we help the monks down there sort of refurbish their property. Um, and one of the people that I met down there uh, with Leela was Mr. Hank Chardos, Mm-hmm. and it, he he's just an all-around guy and <laughs> uh Man. yeah and well you know he knows a lot about construction and everything he kind of spearheads the project mm-hmm. at mepkin abbey um and you know he brings all the equipment divides us into different groups so we can work um and all of that stuff but he is very very Uh, faithful um, and pious and I think for me at least he kind of served as a role model um, just because you know with my grandfather I like to do a bunch of uh, different labor and little construction projects and whatnot Um, but you know it sometimes I feel like I'm lacking in the faith area of things like, I'll wake up and in the middle of the day, I'll be like, I haven't said a prayer yet, right? Um, or just different things like that. And Hank kind of served as a model for me because of everything that he does. And, um, for example, uh, every day he'd start off with sort of a brief at ASB, and then he'd also say a prayer. Um, and we, I believe we'd also go around and 
say one thing we're thankful for or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just sort of that role model to like start things with prayer, that was very big to me. That was really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Think putting faith in things that you don't really think about putting faith, putting your faith into or just doing your daily life going through it. I like that. That's Thank cute. <laughs> In case you're just joining us, this is Nashville Catholic Radio. I'm Leela. I'm Annabella. And today we're here with three lovely people, JJ Kim, Katie Swinnerton, and Mallory Garland. And we are currently talking about service and how that ties into our faith. And JJ just shared a really lovely story about ASB, Alternative Spring Break. Um, I was going to add on. Hank, I love Hank a lot. Hank oh, <laughs> <That laughs> sounds great. I want to meet Hank. Hank, Hank is um Hank is my uh my uh my pal. Um, he's not really my pal, but he's my dog. And uh, he, <laughs> sorry, I call everybody my dog because that just means like they're they're really cool and that I love them a lot. Um, but Hank was like that. He like JJ said, he was like that role model. And in every single thing that like he did, he would give thanks. Like, and we ended up writing a song because he, he did it. He, we wrote, <laughs> he impacted you that much. Yeah. He wrote a song. We did. And it's, wow. it is, it is actually, honestly, I have to say, I'm like, I'm not going to our own horn here, <laughs> but it was actually a very beautiful song. Would you like to sing it for us? Now? I mean, we have to. Oh my goodness. Are we really going to do it? Uh, we can, we do, can it. do the beat for you. Oh, okay. you, you guys want to do the, the beat? beat? Everyone, I don't know how loud it's going to be with the microphones. Okay. Yeah, well, what's just the beat? It's just the beat of, it's, oh, that's good. I'm thinking oh, first, here, first, sir, first, uh, first, and then the chorus. Okay. okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Hank is on the road and he's going real fast. Gotta make that money, gotta get that cash. Catching the weight with that big fat plate. Throwing that scrap all over the place. Singing, we will, we will serve you. We will, we will serve you. And that's about as far as we got. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I like that. That was fun. Hank inspired that song. Oh. Uh, because of how like how much he impacted me and JJ, and we definitely started writing this song after the third day. But it's okay because we felt we felt like after that Chick Fil A, well, actually the Chick Fil A run was later on, but we felt like he just was like that person that we could count on. And I mean, he took care of me when I was patient zero, and I, I just like I I can't stop thanking him for like all the little things that he did, like for not just like me, but like we had little talks in the truck, like me, him, and JJ, and those were those talks were like. The, probably one of the most powerful things about that trip, and I don't think we actually shared that with anyone on the trip about like the talks we had in the car. Like JJ said, he just implemented the faith into like things, but also like Hank. Hank brought out like I already like really appreciate like my grandparents. They're huge people in my life, but like Hank really made you think about the relationships in your life and just being grateful for those people, like your parents and all that they sacrificed for you. In that and like doing that through service and like serving God and just the way that He ties, like every single thing that we did, it was just it was really beautiful and it was a huge part of that that trip and the experience for me in service and wanting to keep serving. Um, yeah, one thing that uh, when Lila was mentioning our little talks in the car with Hank. Um, one thing that Hank would always do, cause we got to listen to him make a f- lot of phone calls. Um, oh, we and, yeah. at the end. and so 
yeah, he he would always leave a voicemail, and uh, at the end of the voicemail, I forgot what he would blessings. say. Blessings. Yeah, you, you want to you want to say it, Leela? He would say he would say blessings, Hank, or he would be like like blessings and being thankful for that person. Like he would thank the person. Like they didn't answer. Like this is what didn't make sense. Half the people didn't answer the phone, <laughs> and he would and he would give thanks to that person and then end with like like blessings, like. Wishing you the best. That, was, that that made me start ending emails and text messages like that when I text important people. Sure. <laughs> important people only. Well, everyone's important to me, important to me but oh, um, yeah. But Mallory, yes, you went on ASB. Yes, and I did. um, well, first I'm going to say, how was your how was like that experience? And like, it doesn't have to be like if it wasn't grand. Like, yeah, just share how it felt for you. Um, well, like driving, so driving into Mefkin Abbey was like, wow, this is like such a beautiful place. I think I really got like a lot. So a lot of the work I did, like I was not really with a lot of people. So I had a lot of like time and the peace and quiet. So I really think that was good. Like there's a river right by it and all the trees. And I really got like, I don't know, it was really peaceful to just be there. And, um, I did meet one person though that, so when we're there, a group of kids from, a school in Charleston came and so I met a friend there and like I follow her on Instagram and I just thought that was cool like speaking <laughs> of relationships and service but we like painted railings together um I did meet Hank I didn't get to spend as much time so I didn't see all of that but I could definitely tell he was a very good person um I'm really glad that I went I think it was like a once in a lifetime opportunity and um yeah <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Valerie. Of course. Uh, also, I just have to—I just have to ask this question because I'm very biased, and so is JJ. Do you think Webkin Abbey is the most beautiful place you've ever seen? Yes. Good answer. Good answer. I don't know if that was a good. I don't know if that was no, a. I—I I mean, I haven't been to that many crazy places, so I think I'm going to say yes. Yes. The it, alleyway with the trees is my favorite. Oh, for sure. All the. All the like where we with the Spanish moss. where we ate lunch in the little garden. That's what I I'm really saying. Did you eat in the garden? Yeah, yeah, down by the river. By the river. Did yeah, you guys yeah. see the alligators? Oh, JJ. Uh, <laughs> we I were named, searching. I named the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> of you did. One of them is named Alfred. He's a little bit longer, and then one of them's named Bucky. Um, he's a little bit shorter. And how I know the two is because Bucky is like the beaver at Bucky's. And <laughs> and and beavers, in my opinion, are like really small, and so in your opinion is that not fact? That <laughs> well, small it depends on what you're comparing a beaver to. To an alligator. Oh well, then in that case, yes, okay. they're small. <laughs> I remember this now. I remember you used beaver and what's the other one? Uh, no, it <laughs> no, was, no, it wasn't beaver. It was, the name was not beaver. <laughs> Bucky, Bucky, Bucky. Yeah, but so, like, just to clarify, me and Leela were not on the same ASV. She went her sophomore year, and I went my junior year. And, JJ, you were there both years. Yes, I was. Okay. Going back for round three. Oh, yeah, this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to go, but I was I was visiting the Pope. <laughs> I went to oh, next sorry, I, I couldn't go. I didn't meet the Pope, and but I did have a really – I had a really awesome experience over there, so that was good. Miss Wynn, do you, do, you, do you want to touch a little bit on ASB and how that was for you and, like, witnessing – like students in like that way and like seeing the community I guess because you only went the year I went so like yeah I wasn't able to go last year either what, what was it like to wit yeah yeah uh, what was it like to- <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring up your ACL but it's it's okay 
pray for Miss Wynn's leg. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, how is it like seeing your, like being there and like, it, was it your first year too? Yes. There? Yes. How was it seeing like that side of like the students and like the community that you saw from day one to like the end? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I did not know what I was getting myself into. Not really. Um, <laughs> I actually wasn't even supposed to chaperone that trip. I don't know if you guys even knew that. Um, or the original chaperone wasn't able to go. And so here I was. I was excited about it. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into with um, 11 teenagers in a bus <laughs> and in one house uh, for seven days in a row. Uh, it was awesome, though. It was so awesome. It's an exhausting trip. It really is. But I'll talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not an easy trip. It is. It's exhausting. It's, you know, late nights, um, early mornings, waking up, driving out to the Abbey. In the dark? To, yeah, in the oh, dark. Um, were you behind the wheel? Uh, at some points. Mm-hmm. Were you? Wait, really? Wait, really? Oh, not with you guys. No, I drove to the store. I was the driver for the store for the food that you all ate. Oh, yeah. The cheese balls. That JJ ate most of. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, just going going to mass with the monks um, in their chapel. So beautiful. And I remember with Miss Grayson Bruner on that trip cleaning the organ. And I don't know if you've ever been behind an organ. Um, It's honestly incredible it's an incredible instrument it's got three layers of keys and so many buttons and one of the monks there was being trained on how to play it so that it would continue um because there you know aren't too many people there and to be able to continue that tradition but anyway so just like these little things that these little opportunities that you wouldn't normally have um and to be able to share that with you guys with the students i know i haven't been with you mallory yeah um since i couldn't go last year but to be able to see that and to see the students working together too, like you two being crazy with, <laughs> <laughs> with the scrapyard. <laughs> um, what do you but mean? Then, That's my home. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> they they were going to the scrapyard to get money back, which would then in turn help out the Abbey. It's kind of in full circle, but um, yeah, just to see them working together and working hard on. This thing that it's, you know, it's far from home. It's in Charleston. Um, these people that they've never met helping them. And then also at night with, you know, there's groups of students who cook dinner and just seeing that um, and just seeing them figure out how to cook dinner together. <laughs> fish tacos were definitely your favorite meal. The fish tacos? Oh, no. Yeah. Spaghetti. No. <laughs> there was a leftover night. And the last night, we'll tell the story, JJ. On the last night, it was leftover night of all the food. And we did pretty well. Like, we ate all the different food that was left. And... Maddie stood up. The only thing that was left that wasn't eaten was a bag full of spaghetti. Like it was a Ziploc gallon bag of spaghetti. Full. Full of spaghetti. And JJ was full with two plates already. Yeah, JJ had already eaten. And milk. Full. The milk apparently is important. A full glass of milk (laughs) and a full dinner. And Maddie stood up and said, how much should we like bet JJ to eat all of this? The entire entire bag of spaghetti. And may I remind you. In 10 minutes. Just Under ten noodles, or no, 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 it had spaghetti sauce. sauce on there was it sauce in a Ziploc bag. But he had already eaten two full plates. Okay, okay. fish tacos and a little bit of spaghetti. It, it was a bad combination, but yeah. so we so set a ten-minute timer, and we put the spaghetti on his plate, and I was terrified the whole time. <laughs> I thought he was going to be sick. Yeah. yeah, I was really worried. Keep in mind, we were all getting on a bus together the next day to drive back to Nashville. I didn't want to be on that bus, <laughs> um, and and JJ ate every single bite. 
and a little bit over nine minutes. Well, I told him I'd put a picture of him up in the campus ministry office if he did it, and, and he, did. he did. And that picture was up there for the rest of that school year. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Do you want to finish talking about what you were talking about? What was I talking about? <laughs> the night. Oh, night. oh, the nights on ASB. We there's there's like faith sharing, um, and there's like. There's a couple ASB secrets that can't be shared unless you go on the trip. But um, there's just one night that's really special um, that is just, it really involves, you know, just prayer, individual trip prayer, but also group prayer. Um, I, there's a couple, there's a lot of nights. All the nights are special, but because it's not the one I'm thinking of. But just for the students to be able to connect um, in a deeper way and to be able to, to live out your faith, it really does make a difference when you're surrounded by people who are all wanting the same things in your lives um that's true that's true for like all stages of your life like it really makes a difference surrounding yourself with those people who want to lift you up um and who challenge you in those ways and i think that asb gives that opportunity to live with those people for a full week which is really cool so i enjoyed that i enjoyed seeing that side of you guys did did you like i feel like as an adult i feel like we never really asked this but like i feel like it was hard for you like like all the way around like mentally definitely on the bus ride back but like <laughs> like physically mentally like okay it- well physically because you as you said were patient zero you got all the girls got sick on that trip two years ago all right and <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry guys um no i felt fine i just couldn't speak i i, I lost my voice but um no i guess I, it was it was an exhausting trip like we got back and i was ready to sleep and Fortunately, we had a long weekend still before coming back to school, but but I loved it, and I'm excited to, to be able to go again. So, yeah. Well, guys, that about brings us to the end of today's episode. Um, but, yeah, so today we talked about service and relationships you get from it with Mallory Garland, a senior at Father Ryan, Katie Swinnerton, who is works in the campus ministry office at Father Ryan, and JJ Kim, a senior also at Father Ryan, and my lovely... Co-host. We're co-host. Annabella. Living and proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, welcoming all. This is Nashville Catholic Radio, 100.5 FM in Nashville. Streaming on the Nashville Catholic Radio app or ask your smart device to play Nashville Catholic Radio. And remember always, you are beloved. Beloved.